Welcome back to the Nerds at Night podcast. Today we have a podcast on Eternals. We're going to be talking about it, giving it a score, and talking about the post credit scene. We got Cheyenne, Josh, and Sean here with me. And what did you guys think about the movie? Bro, it's wild. It's wild <laughs> to get intro on a podcast. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> it's different, ain't it? <laughs> it's crazy. You're just sitting Not there like, man. yeah, that's me. I think I definitely liked Eternals. Um, I liked I liked it a lot, actually. I don't understand a lot of the hate. I think there's some storytelling elements that uh, they could have tightened up a little bit. But, I mean, that's what you get when you do an origin story for the entire universe. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, agreed. But, I mean, I don't want to leave with score. I want to, like, uh, what was your favorite part of the movie, Brendan? Let's hit some, like, best Ooh. and worst. My favorite part is probably Icarus turning on the rest of the Eternals. That's a shock. Mm. I love that part. That's I a love shock. the... I love the twist where he turns into a bad guy. You could kind of, you could see it coming, but I, I loved it. What about you? I don't want to step on worst yet. So, what was the best for me? Um, this is a page to DC. Like they need to take some notes for that Flash when it comes out. Any of Macari's scenes were amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, they were. Like the whole fight scene with her, like. Did you purpose? We're going to, like, I mean, I know Brennan already did a big spoiler. This is going to be a spoiler-ridden episode, right? The reaction to Eternals. So, please, if you haven't listened, if you don't haven't watched the movie, exit out the podcast. But any scene with Makari, the scene where she fights Icarus on the beach, like, that was probably the best use of super speed I've seen in a movie. Like, I think it was that was better than... It looked good. Because I'm not, I you can't compare it to like the Days of Future Past Quicksilver scenes because they're really like he's moving in slow motion, right? Yeah. But like this is the for like the speeds, the scenes of her moving at super speed, like fighting, were oh, amazing. I loved it. What about you, Josh? What was your favorite part of the movie? Uh, honestly, um. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I think it's what? Fanto Fan uh, Fantos? Yeah, Fantos. Yeah. Honestly, I like Drew, him. As Druig says, Festus. Yeah, I, I honestly, like, I thought his character arc was amazing. It was kind of a twist to see him with the kid and everything. But Talk about some first. We got some big groundbreaking stuff in this Marvel movie. That was cool. Yeah, I, I, I honestly liked his character. I like the engineering part of everything about him. Festus was cool. First yeah. sex scene and is is that the first? Uh... It's the first. It's the first gay superhero in a movie, which is awesome, and it's the first. Uh, uh, first sex scene. I, remember I turned to Rachel in the movie. I said, "They are they fucking." <laughs> I say that they about to fuck in a Marvel movie. This is crazy. Yeah, I looked over at Sean and Vernon. I was like, "Is this Marvel? <laughs> what are we watching? <laughs> What's going on here?" They had the Game of Thrones. They had the Game of Thrones actors. They had to throw a sex scene in there. You know, they accustomed to it. Oh, Wait, yeah. who's in Game of Thrones? Icarus. Yeah, he was. And Dane Whitman. Dane Whitman's Jon Snow. Oh, yeah, Icarus, yeah, is, Icarus is Rob Stark. He's the oldest Stark son. He's the one that dies in the red, the red oh. wedding. Oh, don't tell me that. I, no I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I remember him now. That's Rob Stark. That's why it's so weird when he's like, I love you, Cersei. I was like, hey, hey, hey. You're Stark, bro. <laughs> you a Stark, dog. 
What about you, Sean? What was uh, uh what, was so, your, what worked what worked the best for you in the movie? Uh, the ending. This is wild. Like ending, like the turn, or no, like when the, the end? when the credits came on the screen. Wow. Oh. Wow. That like says I don't like the movie right there. So like. <laughs> No, I want to, let's just let's just get it up the front, right? Are you gonna you have actually something you want to say worked the best for you, Sean, or you hate it? No, I'm not saying I don't hate it. I'm not. Uh, I don't really. I didn't. I didn't like. I'm. I see. I'm not the. Some movies I will go pay to watch again. This one I will not pay to watch again. I understand that. Um. My. Does it have to be a favorite part of the movie, or is it? Can it just be? I said, what works the best? Doesn't be a favorite part. Like, what did you like most about the movie? The movie. How how. The setup, you know what I mean. The story behind it, setting everything up for okay, the future. Okay. Yeah. It's the beginning of a, a series. I would, I would expect because they already confirmed Eternals too. Yeah. But yeah, that that I like. It's pushing forward and getting it ready for the future. Right. I'd like to get the negative. Let's get the negative out the way at the top, right? Okay. There's a lot I like about this movie. Like, I really, there's, I'm going to say a lot of things that didn't work for me, but I, I really do like this movie a lot. I feel like more than some people. The storytelling all over the part was very, there's stuff that just doesn't, doesn't work for me, right? Like, Brennan, you said the Icarus turn was like your favorite part of the movie. I could, I couldn't care less about Icarus, right? Did not like, I mean, I liked the character, but like, Nothing emotional Icarus hit with me. Like, my favorite part of the movie is give me more Makari, give me more Druid, give me more Kingo, right? I love Kingo. Mm-hmm. I literally but felt, like, uh, he was another Homelander. See, I don't know. It wasn't the power set. It was just, like, I didn't care about him and Cersei and the the Sprite love triangle. That and was, then, yeah. like, yeah. I liked Gilgamesh. But, I like, when he died, I didn't, like, I wasn't sad. I didn't care because, like, you barely saw him on screen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Gilgamesh is dead. Uh, they had to kill some of them, right? You can't bring Ten back for the next movie. And, like, the Angelina Jolie brainwash stuff. Like, I, I understood what's going I on. I liked it. But I feel like they tried to shove too much stuff about these ten characters. And, like, I don't know. I, if, we, the, if the movie would have focused more... On like, I feel like it's centered around the wrong characters for me. Like, I didn't care enough about Cersei and Icarus for them to be the main two. You know what I mean? Right. But I still like the movie overall. And then like the the whole uh, super deviant arc was pointless. It made no sense. Yeah, it kind of honestly to me like I got the vibe of Voltron. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I don't under like. So it's like so the DV, like the guy, which I think his name's Crow, right or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like what's the point? So he's mad that they, they killed deviants. He's gonna kill deviants and get powerful just for him to die and not actually lead to anything. Yeah, I get that because it, it basically was just there. It didn't, didn't. He's just a, he's just a thing for them to fight. I feel like the movie would have been better without any deviants coming back. Like I feel like they're they're just a they're just a CGI monster for superheroes to fight. Yeah, they they serve their purpose. There was no, I mean, honestly, no I don't like 
fact that they hid the Icarus, I feel like if we would have gone... They should have showed us that Icarus was bad early in the movie so we know who the big, the real big bad is. You know what I mean? Mm. That way we have a villain to get behind. Instead of like, so we're fighting these deviants that I don't care about, that they just wipe off. And it's like, oh, now Icarus is bad. And they beat him real quick. And then when he flew into the sun, I I was like, I did not... I, I was. I still like this movie. I know I'm saying a lot of bad things. When he <laughs> when he flew into the sun, I'm like, this is stupid. That's stupid. Yeah, it got like a Superman kind of vibe out of the whole thing. It's just like Icarus flew in close to the sun. That's cool. Yeah. How do you feel about Icarus flying into the sun, Brennan? I didn't mind it. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I thought oh, he's gonna. Me, I was like, oh, he's gonna go get Arishim. I was like, oh no, he's just gonna kill himself. That's cool. He didn't. He didn't kill himself. I know he's not dead, but like that's. No. So they, was, they, they didn't know how to write him out. Of them. They didn't know how to wrap his story up. In the... No, he's just throwing a fit, bud. He's just throwing a fit. He's a two-year-old throwing a fit. I do have a question, real quick, about this movie, though, for you guys. Do you think right. it could have been better as a Disney Plus TV show? Yes and no. No, I disagree. No, you're you're no. you're dragging out. That doesn't need to be. I just think that. Yeah, it is an origin story. I just feel like in a Disney Plus show, we could have got more of the, or a little cleaner origin telling. They didn't have to rush certain things. We could spend a little more time with each character and get to actually, like, care about them a little more. Yeah, like, I would have, I, I felt like that would have been fantastic. I wanted to feel more attached to these characters than what I did. Like you said, Brendan, you like Gilgamesh, right? Like, I, I like Gilgamesh, but wouldn't you, like, feel like in a Disney Plus show, we could have got maybe 30 minutes more of Gilgamesh and Thena, what they were doing in the 5,000 years or however long, a thousand years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of what, like 10 minutes in the desert. Correct. Yeah. 10 minutes in the desert. And then she gets healed instantly from her brainwashing. Mm hmm. Like, I want to know what that was all about. Like they didn't go into detail about. Anything. Well, they said like yeah. her memory didn't get wiped clearly. Like yeah, her memory. Yeah. The mad weary. Yeah. yeah. It's I just felt, it's I overloaded. Like, She's overloaded. That's all it is. There could have just been to me there could have been more story. Like I wanted to fill these characters more than what I did. Which I get that. Like that's a problem not only for origin stories, but especially when you have ten new characters you're introducing. They all have unique skill sets, all their own backstories. Then you got the history of the Celestials and the Internals at whole, and now you're introducing all of this. Like, it is a lot to do. Like, I think they did a pretty good job of it overall. And poor Dan Whitman got, like, ten minutes <laughs> in the movie. Uh, he'll be getting a whole movie for himself, though. He will. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to. You think he's going to get a whole movie? Oh, yeah. I, I do. I think he's just going to be the bad guy in Eternals 2. Wait. You think he's going to be a bad guy? Is Black, Black Knight a bad guy? Yeah, Black Knight's a bad guy, bud. The sword's a symbiotic sword. We'll get to the, hold on. We'll get to this <laughs> after the movie's over. I'll, he it's related. To, it brings venom into it with symbiotes. Yep. All this stuff. So that's why big... the sword talks to him. Well, the sword didn't talk to him. Blade well, talked. I, to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's why the sword's like it has he all those little. Himself. Yeah, because little... the sword when he takes the sword, he inherits the spirit of his ancestor, the Black Knight forms with him 
That's wild. So I knew that before the movie because Una's cast like a couple years ago when they announced the Eternals. They announced that he was cast as Black Knight. Okay. So like when the movie started, I was like, "Oh, it's Black Knight." I knew. I knew. I already knew he was gonna be the bad guy, but obviously he wasn't the bad guy in this movie. But I thought Black Knight was a mixture of like Venom, like he's good but he's bad. It depends on the con. It's comics. It's a mess. Depends on the comic line. The sword has a Maya stone. The sword originally was a, a a villain, but of course you know the how it goes. Like he'll be a villain, but then he'll learn how to live with the sword. And be an anti-hero. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like Venom in the comics is mostly a villain, but in the movie, they got to make him a hero to have him lead a movie. He does what he needs to do to make it better for himself. Right. Sony's like, we need our, we need a, uh, he have a, a main character for our own movie. We'll pick Venom and have him be a good guy. Mm. But. Oh no. I like the fastest stuff. I loved him. We can get off negative. We can get off the negative corner now. I really liked it. Do you want to guys want to get into like some like big brain, galaxy brain thinking going forward and what this sets up for the MCU? We could, but yeah. one thing I wanted, like it was when when he's trying to create uh, something to control the celestial. Yeah, hive mind. Yeah, he called the hive mind, and uh... Uh, but before that, it. That you know, he's he's doing that thing in the air, and it's like the ten rings appeared. That was already around, right? Yes, I don't feel like it's the ten rings, but it was the exact same logo when he was in the air. It was ten rings. I didn't catch it as like an obvious thing. The ten ring. I mean, it might just be like maybe a nod. I was getting more like Iron Man and Infinity War vibes when he was creating stuff like with his hands, a little thing. Oh no, I did like that. How he was creating the combustible or the uh, steam engine. Yeah, it's fastest. It's a god of forge. That was that was kind (laughs) of cool. Him doing that. Yeah, I thought his character was fantastic. (laughs) Fastest made the Ten Rings. You think so? But those weren't related. That was not related. You think he made the Ten Rings, though? Uh, that's what I'm reading right now. He made hey, the Ten Rings. Hey, Josh, I think you said this off podcast, right? Or we said this on podcast that we, Thanos was a deviant? Yeah. You know how you know Thanos is not a deviant? Because they would have stopped Thanos. You think? I mean, I think they want to step back and they let would everything have, play They out. can't. They have to stop Thanos, right? If he's a deviant, their purpose is to stop deviants. They would have stopped Thanos if he was a deviant. Because their main purpose was to kill deviants. It is. I don't know, then how would that play out for his brother? Like I said, like I said, they're not going to retcon Thanos into anything. Just a coincidence. They're going to act like, they're going to say, don't ask questions. Keep watching. You think this is being like... You know, so my question would be for you uh, you think it's probably going to set up like a multiverse kind of thing not necessarily no multiverse but kind of like that I don't think this sets up multiverse at all I think this is like I think Marvel's going in two directions I think they have like their multiversal movies and their space movies and this is like it's very obvious to me what's going to happen I don't know like the guard the Eternals are going to split up right Eternals 2 will be like the three that got taken by Irishman at the end 
and Mary mm-hmm. Black Knight. And then the the other crew of Eternals are gonna they're gonna pop up in Guardians. Yeah, I I guarantee you. Because Eros Eros is connected to Adam Warlock in the comics. Adam Warlock has already confirmed to be in Guardians three. Yeah, I've been waiting for Adam Warlock for a while. Those are gonna cross over. So like they're gonna split the Eternals up. Well, I think after this movie, we're pretty much gonna have team up movies from now on. Until fin- whenever Fantastic Four and Blade come out. And we have two more origin stories. And then it's like, we're done with origin stories for a while. I think it's going to lead into the Secret War. Secret War, we're leading into Galactus, bud. But I'm talking about, like... Mm-hmm. Mm. Did you not think Arishim's, like... Do you think that's how they're going to introduce Galactus? Is he's going to be a celestial like that? I've been kind of wondering about that, actually. Well, first, Tiamat's going to bring in the mutants because Tiamat, like, that's going to, his awakening is going to somehow awaken the mutants. They already talked about bringing mutants in. Mm-hmm. Hey, Secret Wars is going to be a TV show. Secret Wars next. Like, after this cosmic cycle they talked about. There's just a lot of stuff going on with Marvel right now. But the, as soon as I saw Arishim, all I could think about was Galactus. Like, they're going to make him look like this, and he's going to eat Earth. That's what I thought. Like I even like reached over. I didn't. I kind of like looked at Sean. I was like, "Hey, Galactus is probably gonna be in this movie." Oh, okay. I see what Thanos is now. Okay, okay. You want to elaborate? <laughs> no, no, not elborating. <laughs> <laughs> you just gonna throw that out there and not it's, say anything? It's, it's very interesting. But, no, I like. Keep going, Brennan. He's definitely... He's definitely related to the Eternals. Yeah. Hardcore. Yeah, I know. His, his parent is a Celestial. Yes. So we saw... What does that mean that... I know they are now. They said that yes, ego is still a celestial, but I like that how ego looks like a human, but these celestials look like giant space robots. Yeah. And then the Eternals are essentially giant space. They're just space robots as well. They're made in a factory. So, so technically, who would meet who, out of ego and the celestials? If they're all celestials. Is there different versions of Celestials out there, you think? James Gunn also said he's a Celestial. Don't think too much about it. Comics, bud. They say, hey, hey, don't worry about it. Here, we'll just make a movie. That was in the past. That was before this movie, so it doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. He's dead. He's not coming back. <laughs> no, I, I they, like the Harry Styles thing at the end being Eros was super cool. I got a very Guardians feel. And I like that crew. They split into a crew I care about, like Fina. Bakari, Druid, I like those three. I did I'm get okay. that Guardian of the Galaxy feel. I'm okay with these three and Eros doing adventure. Give me that movie. Then the Cersei fastest uh, Kingo getting snatched by Erishman at the end. And he sees he's going to look their memories and see if Earth, judge Earth or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was dope. Give me that movie. I don't need old ten in a movie anytime soon. 
And Icarus can stay in the sun for all I care. <laughs> you just didn't like them, did you? I feel like they didn't do it. They didn't. The writing didn't ju didn't do enough for his character. I feel like they could have gave a little, did him a little better. I I can't for, I can't remember his name. I think name. he'll be more, he'll be more explored soon. Um, Kingo, uh, am I pronouncing his name right? Yeah, Kingo. Yeah. Um, his little helper, whatever you want to call him. Well, the valet. Yeah, the valet dude. Like I feel like that dude he, was awesome. He was awesome. Like I felt like he had more, kind of like his own little story than like a lot of them. Like I feel like he could relate more with him than he could anybody else. Who, who can relate more to him? Like I just feel like as an audience, you can relate. Like that's what he's for, that's what he's there for. He's the audience member, bud. But I kind of feel like it took a lot of eyes off the internals and put it more on him. He was, I don't know. I disagree. I feel like he did his part. He's the audience. He's the audience vessel. He dumbed stuff down for us. He's a comic relief. He's yeah, us. He's us in the movie. Correct. I agree with that. I don't think he took anything away. I feel like maybe I liked a lot of the comedy, but I just feel like the movie was trying to do too much, right? Like they had the comedy here with him and they had this like super like this romance story. And then they have like this. I feel like they could have narrowed it down in a couple different directions. I think it doesn't really matter. Marvel's going to keep making the movies the way they do it. I think the movie had a villain. Overall, it kind of had a villain problem, right? Like, you know Icarus isn't the real bad guy. It's it's Ayrsham, right? Right. It's Celestials. For me, like, it's kind of like the same reason that like, Guardians 1 doesn't work. I, I like Guardians 2 better than Guardians 1. Because, like, I feel like Guardians 1 has kind of the same villain problem, right? Like, it's supposed to be Ronan the Accuser, but then once you see Thanos, you no longer care about Ronan, right? Correct. Like, you see the real bad guy. You're like, oh, that's the big bad. We just, we're fighting a minion in this movie. Mm -hmm. I felt and, like, I agree with you, like, the over-villains. Like, I kind of got that Spider-Man 3 vibe. It wasn't even too many villains. It's just like, okay, obviously Icarus isn't the main villain, right? Like, yeah, they're going to fight him. But it's like... I'm not worried about it, Chris. I'm like, oh, this is cool. But, like, the stakes are with the giant red robot. That's the dude we got to worry about. Because he's no, he, like, you, what, you're going to kill T-Met and what, he's just going to let it happen? I mean, obviously, then we saw what happened, but it's like. It's like once you see, like, the big bad, right, it makes the little bads less important. Important, yeah. So maybe if they, like I felt like they could have done it a little better if they would have like if the audience knows Icarus is bad and you build him up, like you get to see him kill, uh, Ajax. crap Ajax early in the movie right and we're, like we're we want to hate him so he gets like this villain you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But so overall I still like the movie a lot. I think a seven out of ten is probably a good score. Yeah, that's what I'd give it. It's not. It's nowhere near my favorite Marvel movie, but it's nowhere near my least favorite Marvel. I movie. give it a six. I'm gonna agree with Cheyenne and Brennan on this one. Like, I give it that seven. Like, it was a good it's... movie, but there's a lot of stuff to nitpick about it. But overall, I would go watch it again. All there's right. stuff I really like. There's stuff I like. It's probably in like the bottom half of Marvel movies, but probably at the top. There's stuff I really like out of it. Probably like 
Like, so the super, like the fighting scenes, they do really well. Yeah, every really single good. fighting scenes. Sign me up for every scene with Kingo. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, the beginning of the movie was, to me was just too slow. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I agree with you there because I, I fell asleep twice in the beginning of the movie. Like I was like, I, I can't do this. I get that. And I, I get also if you're not like following along, like you know the history of the MCU or at least comics a little bit. See, that's the thing I don't know. I get it can be very confusing, especially yeah. when they're talking about, okay, we had Deviants, and now when like, the whole scene where, like, Cersei first gets the, the – do they ever give it a name? The orb? No. The Never. golden ball? Just the when way she, they communicate. Us. When she gets the thing to talk to Ersham, right? And that yeah. whole, like, 30-minute scene where he talks about – you are robots made from the world tree, and here's the hive mind. Wipe your uh, your memories, and I send you to do the emergence, and then the deviance. Like, I could heal people in the theater around me. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> What's an emergence? Who are the celestials? <laughs> but, see, I was like, I, I, I see that part, and I feel like... That's what it would have been from a Disney Plus show is you could kind of expand more. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not jump back in time, back and forth. You can, like, tell a nice clean story. But overall, I like, like I said, it's 7 out of 10 for me. It's a very middle-of-the-road Marvel movie. I agree 100%. Like, like I don't want to keep nitpicking about it at all. Like, there's a lot of things that I liked about it. There's a lot of things I hated about it. It's no Shang-Chi. And definitely yeah, be dude, no, no way home. I like Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Shang. Shang. I'll be honest. Uh, I still need to watch that movie. I'm Legend gonna watch Ring. it tomorrow. Yeah. You've not seen it? Oh, no, I haven't had a chance to it's see it. It's on Disney Plus. I know. I've been working and. Dude, you watch it at work. Came out in September, bro. I know. Maybe <laughs> yeah. I'll watch this... it. This movie makes me excited to see what's coming. Anything it was a, it was a Marvel, stepping stone. It is like anything from Marvel. I'm so excited to see. Like, yeah, I don't know when we're gonna get the pay. The the sad thing is, I don't know when we get the payoff, right? Because we're probably not gonna get any mention of this in No Way Home. I don't know. We probably no, won't get a mention. Of it. We're no not gonna have that. I don't think we're gonna get a mention of it in uh, Doctor Strange. I guess Thor. Whenever Thor: Love and Thunder come out, we might. That's probably the first. I would probably say the first chance we're gonna see something. Because I would probably say Ant Man and the Wasp, or not Ant Man and the Wasp, but Ant is it Ant Man and the Wasp, what? the Quantum Realm, or whatever? Quantuminium. Yeah. Yes, but that's after Guardians Three. So the way it works, right, for the lineup: Spider Man No Way Home is December seventeenth, mm -hmm. Doctor Strange is May sixth, Thor is July eighth. Black Panther should be November 11th next year, but there's problems with the... Did you hear about the whole injury and stuff? Uh, oh, yeah, know. with... The lady, that plays Shuri, the lady that plays Shuri, she got hurt in the movie, yeah, so they, they've stopped production, so that might get pushed back. Then in February of 2023, you got The Marvels, which is Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, Monica Rambeau from WandaVision. Mm -hmm. May 5th of 2023, you have Guardians 3. Then July of that year, you have Ant-Man, the Wasp, Quantumanium, which is the first official thing for uh, King the Conqueror. This so cast here, in that movie. 
here would be my thing. Do you uh, back to the Disney Plus thing? Since we probably won't hear anything for a while, do you think we might get a Disney Plus like kind of show from this, like they did with uh, WandaVision, Loki, to set up for everything else? Well, I don't know because they've already announced the shows too, right? So yeah, I um, no. maybe like I'm trying to like now I got to figure out a list of. What shows are coming out? I don't remember what shows. I know there's um, Hawkeye. Yeah, Hawkeye comes out. I th- and then you got Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Secret Invasion, Miss Marvel. Yeah. The Holiday Special for Guardians, Ironheart, Armor Wars, and then that's it. So probably not. I mean, maybe they're in the Holiday Special, but I doubt it. I just feel like they need to do something like give us some mentioning on like upcoupling of movies. So they'll probably get a they'll probably give us an after credit scene on one of these movies, right? Because they always do the two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we'll get in Thor though. Yeah, well, Thor's supposed to be like I mean, last time we saw Thor, right? He was in space, or he was leaving with the uh, with the Guardians, right? Yeah. So I mean, we we might get it in Thor: Love and Thunder. As Guardians of the Galaxy? Come on, that'd be dope. Maybe it's a team-up kind of thing? It is. Yeah, I mean, Chris Pratt's already... Uh, like he's, yeah, he's supposed to be in the movie. Like the Guardians are already confirmed to be in Thor 3. Or yeah. Thor, 4, Thor 4. So is Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher. That's dope. Yeah, I'm excited for that. And Natalie Portman's going to play Mighty Thor, apparently. She's taking over. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't think she's taking over. She's probably just going to be in a Donut for a little bit. But I think, like, you might see them at the end of the movie somewhere. And then my guess is Thor Guardians 3, they'll probably, Eros will play a point in that at some, at some point. In Guardians 3? Yeah. This movie is just going to have stuff everywhere. <laughs> and all the shows mm-hmm. and all the movies, basically. And very divisive. The first time in a long time a Marvel movie's been so split. I mean, mm-hmm. amongst the uh, the fandom. You know what I mean? Yeah. I... Like, really split. Like, I don't count Captain Marvel because I feel like a lot of it was just internet trolls mad there was a female superhero movie. Yeah. I I liked it. There's things I hate about it, of course, but I mean, overall, I I enjoyed it. Yeah, I like this movie better than that movie. Oh, I, I don't like Captain Marvel. I really don't think it's that good, but I don't think it... I think it was not... I don't care about Captain Marvel. It wasn't it had anything to do with, like, people who were just... I feel like people were making stuff up to hate it, and it's like, I just... I don't care. She's not a char- she's not charismatic. I don't care about yeah, Captain Marvel. Just not likable. Yeah. And she's like super. She's stronger than Thor, basically. She's yeah. Superman. She's female Superman. Yeah. It's the uh, same problem. It's the same problem Superman has in most most movies, where like you just don't care about Superman. There's no stakes. That's why I like Man of Steel, right? Because he fights villains that are on his level. Hmm? Like I agree 100 percent with that. Um, I think my biggest thing is her acting, especially when it came to Endgame. Like I didn't like her acting. 
Wait a minute. But now we don't. We've turned into a, a Brie Larson hate fest. <laughs> on, an eternal, on an Eternals pod of all things. Yeah. I guess real quick, we can break down the end credit scenes. Uh, like the first one. If you've not been clear. So they get on a ship. The three Thena, Druid, and Makari. Mm-hmm. They're going to space. They're going to go find other Eternals to tell them the truth about their existence. Yep. That they are sent to destroy their planet. And then Eros and Pip, kind of like Bifrost on there, but he can teleport. It looked a little Bifrosty, didn't it? It did. I was getting ready to say, like, is Thor showing up or something? Like, I got kind of excited in a way. And Eros explains, he says, fellow Eternals, insinuating that he is an Eternal as well. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, your friends are in trouble. We got to go get them. Which, that's pretty dope. I was down for that. Harry Styles, the ladies in the theater went crazy. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> and the second one is Dane Whitman opening a box, which you get a little prelude right when he tried to tell Cersei there's some things in his past. You see yeah. the sword and it says, what, death will set you free or something like that? Yeah. Yep. He's like, that's a little alarming. And then he goes to reach for the sword. And then you hear Mahershala Ali. Blade, Josh. I know. Say, are you sure you want to do that, Mr. Whitman? And the theater is left in a silent puzzle about who that mystery voice is. Who is that voice? But I, that the second scene hyped me up so much. I don't know. I just got the. I was so afraid they were gonna Inhumans Blade, and what I mean by Inhumans Blade, they announced an Inhumans movie. And then they canceled it and tried to play it off like it never happened. Mm-hmm. I was so afraid they were going to do that to Blade. Because there's been nothing since then. Like, no talk, no nothing. And to hear his voice in the end credits, and I said, it's real. The Blade movie's going to happen. I'm excited. I love Blade so much. Yeah. The only vampire I care about in Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> Mobius will be cool if Blade kills him. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm excited for the movie. I, I'm not going to lie. Anything else we can talk about? I feel like we've we've, we've, re- we've rang the rag dry on Eternal. We did. Mm-hmm. Who's your least oh. favorite Eternal, Brennan, real quick? Who's your least favorite Eternal? Dana. What? I thought you were gonna say Druig for sure. No, I like him. I love my man. They said, "Keep the Irish accent." Mm-hmm. They See, said, the "Don't reason don't mask I chose it. her." Was because I didn't really like the Mad Weary part. Right. I get mm. why it was a part of the story because it was foreshadowing what was coming. Yeah. But I just didn't. It made her character useless, basically. I didn't like that. Shout out to it's Angelina like, Jolie. Ta- Angelina Jolie taking a nothing part, really. Yeah, it's like a Hulk when he wouldn't come out of Bruce Banner. Oh yeah, just, right. Just didn't feel needed, and it it took away from the character to me. It shocked me because like I wasn't like shocked, right? Like I guess I was, but like in the trailer, right? They build her up to like. You kind of think she's the leader, right? Yeah. Yeah. You assume, well, first was Angelina Jolie, right? Like, 
She's probably like maybe the biggest star Marvel's ever had. Like, yeah, her outfit's completely different than the other ones. So you're like, yeah, she's the boss. You got a gigantic movie star who's probably like maybe she hasn't been anything relevant, but like, if you're gonna do power rankings of least likely to be in a Marvel movie, I feel like she'd be way up on that list. Yeah. And you see her in the movie, you're like, well, she's gonna be a part of it. And you're like, oh, she's like in five minutes, ten minutes total of the movie. Yeah. And she's a supporting, supporting character. Now, at the end credit scene, it looks like she's gonna play a giant role going forward. Yeah. Which is crazy that it's like she didn't just sign on for one movie. We're gonna have Angelina Jolie in the universe for a while. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be excited for it. Cheyenne, who was your favorite or your least favorite? Is it Cheyenne or Cheyenne? Cheyenne. I feel like you expect me to say Chris, but I'm going to say Sprite. Sprite, like, I don't know. This is useless. Yeah, Sprite. I'm going to agree with you on that one. Like, I did not like Sprite at all. We didn't see her. We didn't see enough of her. Two. No. Do you think Sprite keeps your powers when she gets turned human? No. No. I think she lost it. I was gonna say, do you think Sprite like teams up with the X Men? Oh, but she has no powers, right? Because I guess if she still had powers, Erishim would have took her, right? Took her as well. No, Maybe. because she didn't turn on him. Well, neither did Kingo. Wait, did he take Kingo? Yeah, he took all the. He from? took Kingo, Fastest, and Cersei. So with her making her human, do you think she took her powers as well too? Yes. Like drained her like the No, I don't think they drained her, but I think they just took it from her. Yeah, I think when she probably when it turns her to a human, she probably loses her powers. I guess that makes sense. So she's probably not gonna be around for much. I don't think we probably see her again. Which not makes sense, right? Because you can't like that's tough, right? Because she's gonna get you. You can't have a character who stays as a 12-year-old forever in the MCU because you're going to have to keep casting a new 12-year-old. By the time they make Eternals 2, she's no longer going to look 12. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So kind of like a clever way of Marvel. I see what you did there. I see what... You don't, <laughs> think, I, you don't think I followed along? So what are they going to do with Tiamat just hanging out in the ocean? That's New yeah, that's that's, that's Antarctica, bud. <laughs> that wasn't Antarctica. That was yeah. a beach. That's the new one. A beach. That's the new Antarctica, man. Hold I don't. It, it just threw me off. Like even when they like zoomed out, whenever Icarus is going to the sky, like you didn't see it. They're in the Indian. They're in the ocean. They're in the middle of the Indian Ocean, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I was just saying. But it's the way, just a new ice cap. The way it's so big, I feel like you would have seen it a little bit from outer space. You didn't see it at all. Like it was. I don't think you'd see it from outer space. It's not that big. He's a celestial. And how's my man coming out of the earth? Is he maybe it's like how a baby comes out, you know? Bro, I was so that was so sick though. I was <laughs> the man in the ocean like that. I was getting chills. Yeah, you were. Getting a little, getting a little scared. Getting a little scared of TMET. <laughs> TMET's a uh, fish. <laughs> we don't fuck we don't my, all my all my homies hate TMET. So you think He's going to have anything to do with any other movies. Tiamat, I think that's how they're going to shoehorn. So in the comics, right, there's a whole thing where Tiamat is like kind of like the birth of the X-Gene or whatever. Tiamat, X-Men. I'm pretty sure I'm doing this right. 
Yeah, so like Tima has to do the X-Men in the past. My guess is, like, I wonder if they're going to do something where, like... Because we got to get the X-Men at some point, right? They've already announced they're bringing the X-Men over. If Tiamat being born generated enough energy to maybe awaken, like, the X-Gene or some powers in people. That are, you know, us as humans, you know, you're going to have people going... Like well, there's a whole thing that, like, they said they linked up with Tiamat, so maybe Tiamat let them kill him. Because there's a whole thing in the comics where Tiamat and Erisham do fight. So maybe he decided to, like, go against Erisham's plan himself. Get the people of Earth more powers to fight Erisham. He's the dreaming celestial, after all. I just didn't like how he turned into I'm this. excited to learn <laughs> more about the Celestials. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I feel like I'll start reading some of the comic books and stuff. I'm sure we've skipped over the most obvious part, how they're going to come back. They'll probably, there's going to be a what-if season two. What if the Eternals let Tiamat blow up the Earth? Like, you know how much stuff we got in what-if season one? Yeah, yes. we got a lot. Like, there's going to be an Eternals. Something with Eternals is going to be in What If Season 2, which is coming next year. You think that's what uh, Season 2 is going to be based around? No, but we'll get an episode. They're they're all... It's an anthology season series, so... I'm sure we'll probably get at least one... Like, we'll get one episode. Just like everything else. I'm excited for the zombies, Marvel. Marvel zombies, whatever. I do like the comic book a lot, so... But that's I think they have that in the like the non-canon. Like it's gonna be the one-off series, not like a main series. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we got for Eternals. Go see it. And then tell us what you think about it. What'd you guys give it? Oh, I'll give it. Uh... No, I meant like the the viewers at home, Josh. Like Brendan oh. said, go see it. And then <laughs> then tell us how you thought about it. Tell when they're gonna hear us again, Josh. You know you're behind the scenes. When are they gonna hear? When are they gonna hear us pot again, Josh? What are we gonna be potting about next? I know uh, the next thing coming out is Book of Boba. Uh, we also got Spider Man coming out. Um, I think that's gonna be our next big podcast for movie. Is gonna be Spider Man, of course. No way home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll have a news podcast on games next week. Probably around next Friday or ne- or Saturday. I love to hear it. But that was the Nerds at Night. Make sure you subscribe to us. Start listening to us every week. We're starting to post more and more regularly. Three podcasts last week, boys and girls. Yep. Share us with your friends and family. We're finally finally doing what what we said we were going to do. Don't don't jinx it. (laughs) Can't do that, Brennan. (laughs) Don't jinx it. See you guys next week.